In two weeks from yesterday, we vote in Chicago for mayor. If no candidate gets 50% plus one of the vote, then there'll be a runoff, and then somebody will get more than 50% of the vote, unless it was an absolute statistical vote count tie. I don't know what they do then. (laughs) But right now, let's just talk about the issues that are really important to the voters, which maybe the candidates aren't necessarily talking about. AARP in Chicago actually did a survey. The Associate State Director for Advocacy and Outreach is Shartay Robinson. She's in our studio, and so too is Jane Light, who volunteers with AARP. Shartay, welcome to the studio. How are you? Good morning. Great. Thank you. How are you? Yeah, I'm doing good. Jane, thank you for being here as well. So. Tell me about the survey. Who did you ask? What did you ask? How did you do it? Right. So we issued the survey to Chicagoland voters, and we were able to receive 801 responses from registered voters from uh, the Chicagoland area, of which are represent the 50-plus audience. And so the results of the survey is the voice of 50-plus, the things that matter most, from safety, security, health care, affordability, essential services, and so forth. They tend to vote, too, don't they, 50-plus? 50 50-plus 50 really do tend to vote, and what we are convinced of is that the 50-plus audience will be the deciding factor uh, for this next election that com- that is upcoming. I suspect they will. I mean, I'm just reading from your survey here. You found that um, found out that 86% of voters over 50 mm-hmm. will be voting in the election. 86% of voters over 50 will be voting in this election. If I'm a candidate, I'm going to really pay attention to what people over 50 want to happen in Chicago. So what issues percolate up? What, what, what do people say? Sure, of course. So as I mentioned, that it's affordability, it's essential services, it's safety, um, livable communities, and things of that matter. And so what we're trying to do is, as AARP, is to be a resource for community members. We want to create voters guides. We want to create forms. We want to create um, ways in which community can engage and learn about what the um, uh, what the candidates are talking about and that we're wanting to make sure that they talk about the 50 plus community members. I, I suppose affordability may affect seniors more because they are or will soon be tend to be on fixed income, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So affordability I don't know that I've heard a lot of debate about affordability per se. I mean, everybody's upset about the price of eggs, and we've all seen gas go up and down. But that's right up there, isn't it? It really is. And so let me just define what affordability means. Affordability really is the way in which you maintain your lifestyle, uh, from your staying in your home to property taxes um, and to higher utility bills. And so we have Jane here, who is one of our volunteers, but is also a, a voice of the 50 plus that's here in the Chicagoland area. And so we just wanted to talk about the results of the survey um, and put um, um, issues and put um, numbers to uh, what our community, the 50 plus community is saying. Um, so, What are you hearing, Jane? Yeah, I'm hearing we know that older adults are struggling to afford um, living in Chicago. And that is especially true for um, those on fixed income. In our survey, 79% of older adults who said they had considered leaving Chicago, citing the cost of living as the determining factor and also higher taxes. 
Well, a pause right there. Sure. 79% of seniors who said they're thinking about leaving, leaving Chicago yes. are thinking about doing it as a function of finances. Yes. I, I would have guessed a fear of crime would have been their, their principal consideration. Well, but they, the way they define it, it's finances. Because well, like, yeah. they win. I mean, it's, yeah. it's, it's, it's their survey. It's their response. Yeah. Um, I, I'm telling you, I don't think we have thought enough or talked enough about that. Because some of the programs that some of the candidates have in place are going to cost people more in the city. Mm-hmm. Um, they, they may disagree about that, or you may disagree with that. But um, uh, some programs are in place. Some would be new. Some would involve taxes. Uh, that's something, I guess, to consider. What else are you hearing from the AARP respondents? That 71% said that um, the mayoral candidate's position on prices are rising faster than their income, and that is one of the factors that would decide their vote. Yeah. And I think the overall is that they feel that the candidates are not addressing the 50-plus mm-hmm. population. So... Uh, Charte, do you do you define? Have you scored the candidates? Have you told me who to vote for as a result of these issues? Well, we are nonpartisan at AARP. However, we want to make sure that we provide an opportunity for all nine of the candidates to sit down and talk with um, leadership and those at AARP. So we have invited all nine candidates to come to our office and answer the questions um, that have been posed by community members, 50 plus. And the results are affordability. The results are um, uh, affordability, essential services and things of that nature, as I've already mentioned. And so. Again, we want to make sure that when our candidates are in these forums and speaking about, yes, crime is important, yes, youth services and access to um, health care, and all of those things are important, but we also want the voice of our 50-plus community members to be heard, to be understood, and to be talked about in all of the forums that are occurring around the city. Do the 50-plus people in Chicagoland or, say, Chicago feel that their voice is not being heard on these issues? What we're hearing from our community members, our AARP members, and as a matter of fact, is that the 50-plus community is not being heard. And this is why we have created the Voters' Guides, where you can go to www.aarp.org backslash IL. You can also go to um, call the Chicago Board of Elections at 312-269-7900 if you need to find out where to vote how to vote, um, all of the uh, areas that are will be listed on the ballot um, come into February. So we just want to make sure that all resources are available for our community so that people can make informed decisions about the best candidate for them and the issues that are um, most important to them. So you surveyed 801 registered voters. Correct. And I'm looking at the demographic of the people that you randomly discovered. 53% percent were women, 46% men, mm-hmm. which sounds about right. More women seniors than men seniors. Um, the ethnic breakdown, uh, breakdown uh, looks like Chicago. Education. Mm-hmm. 4% have less than a high school degree. Right. 45% have high school or some college. Uh, but 23% have a bachelor's degree, and 26 or 7% have, have postgraduate work. Right. I'm surprised. 
Um, I'm encouraged by that. Right. I, th- I think that speaks well for Chicago. But this one surprised me. About marital status, currently married or living with a partner, only 38 or 39 percent. That two-thirds of right. seniors live alone, right? If, if I'm, I'm, Maybe they live in a communal setting, but are single. Um, I, I guess ultimately everybody's going to be single for a day or more, but I, I'm surprised that the number's that high. I guess you're not, huh? That doesn't surprise you all? It actually doesn't. That um, does not surprise me. Yeah, I live in a community where there are many elderly, and um, they are singles. Uh-huh. Yeah, they are singles. Yeah. Household income, 25000 or less. It, it's kind of a, a fourth, a fourth, a fourth, a fourth, 25000 to 50000 to 100000 to more than 100000 Only 19% have $100,000 or more. Mm-hmm. And I think sometimes we talk about money these days. We pretend like $100,000 is not that much money. It's, it's not as much as it once was. You're not rich if you have 100000 but the vast majority of seniors don't even have $100,000 coming in a year. Right. Again, something we need to think and talk about when we consider the concerns of the many people in Chicago who are over the age of 50. Right. The other thing I want to highlight here is that we often engage with 50-plus uh, uh, members and community members, AARP members and community members who are retired, and then they're considering returning to work because of finances, because of the affordability, because of taxes, access to. And so what we want to be sure of is that there is a candidate that whomever is selected, whomever is voted for, that they pay attention to um, some of the issues that community members, 50 plus, are facing. And if I am retired and I need to consider returning to work, um, what does that look like? And why must it be if I cannot afford the property taxes, if I cannot afford the utilities, if I, uh, and, and wherever I choose to live, um, safety and things of that nature. So what we're trying to do is make sure that we provide all information for our community members so that they can make a, an informed decision. Ladies, we're out of time. What do you want our listeners to do today? Yeah, so we're uh, committed to our AARP audience as well as our Chicago uh, community. And so we just want to encourage people to go to our website, which is www.aarp.org backslash IL. And then also to call 312-269-7900. That's the Chicago Board of Elections. If you have any questions about where to vote, how to vote, and who to vote for. I'll repeat that website again after the news. It's 1128. We'll do the news next. But uh, ladies, thanks for coming in. I'm glad somebody is paying attention to some of these other issues. I hope the candidates are listening. We do, too. Jane Light is a volunteer with AARP, and Charte Robinson is the Associate State Director for Advocacy and Outreach.